1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: All right, that's fine. Oregon State, Washington State, they don't have to be a Power Five conference, except that might cost ESPN $300 million. This is Locked On Big 12.
0: Locked on Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12. Drake Toll from ESPN Central, Texas. That is the man they call Immaculate. At Immaculate View on Twitter, birth name Immaculate, no last name, no middle name, just Immaculate. And let me tell you what. I am also thanks for making Locked On Big Twelve your first lesson every single day. If I didn't, if I didn't say that, uh, Macklett, I have um, and I'm, no credit to me. You've you've done so much research on this with Oregon State, Washington State, the opportunity for them to go to the Big Twelve, whether or not ESPN for, w- would pay for that. And as you do this math, what you yeah. see is just a a sly three hundred plus million dollars sitting here for those two schools. If something doesn't happen, how?
3: Well, first off, thanks for having me on, Drake. Really appreciating that opening. Um, but, yeah, as we drop right into this and we look at the math of this, it's huge. It's pretty much the story that no one's talking about that everyone should be talking about. Um, as we know, in the four-team playoff, payouts have been anywhere of around $100 million per year per power conference. And that gets spread out between the teams that are in them. But it gets paid out to the conference no matter how many teams they have. And they want to change that and here's why. The estimates going forward with the 12 team are upwards of are over $300 million a year. So when you start to do the math on that, uh, what, what you don't want to have are certain conferences that are, say, smaller than others, getting much more per school than those that are upwards of, say, now 18 schools, 16 schools. You, you could do the math. Say, if you have a conference of two schools how much more they're going to get than the others it's um it's a huge story and it's 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 why they're fighting right now
2: so what i what i'm hearing from what you're saying is that if if washington state and oregon state can somehow wait this thing out (laughs) and keep the pac-12 where it is even if it's just those two schools they're staring down the barrel of 160 million dollar payday that would come majority from tv deals
3: yeah and you know with these type of numbers there's variance in that, but it, it, you know it's, it's a lot of money. And yeah. the problem for everyone is that Mr. Kirk Schultz is sitting on the board that votes on this. And that board, from all reports that I've seen, I've never seen an opposing report on this, requires unanimous consent. It requires a unanimous vote. So without him saying yes, they cannot change the way this works. They've wanted to change this so that way it would be per school. And if they had succeeded in doing that, well, then the amount that the pack would get would be much less. Obviously, with only two schools there, right. you know, whatever the payout per school that they want, that's all that they would have gotten. But in holding this up where it is right now, the rule still stands that it's a one lump sum to the conference, whom then divides it among their schools, no matter how many there are. So. We are at a very important junction in this scenario right now and they have some pretty good chips in their hand.
2: So basically, and when this was decided to move the college football playoff into a different format, obviously the money becomes much greater in that scenario. This was not with the idea that USC and UCLA wouldn't be anchoring the Pac-12 or that the conference would fall apart altogether. So now, of yeah. course they had no idea when they made this. Oh, yeah, 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 we'll give everybody, you know, Power 5 equal payout. We're good to go. Now that it's down to a power four, but with still that PAC 12 hanging around with two schools, it sounds like ESPN will have to do something with Washington state and Oregon state. And even those two schools, I'm sure they wouldn't be too upset because they want to be in a conference. They want, they want to play football games. uh, So they can sit there and get 160 mil, or they can go to another power five. It seems they don't want to go to the mountain West. They're going to fight that like hell. So does that make the big 10, the land, the big 12, I'm sorry, the landing spot.
3: Well, that's what I have said out in public that uh, I do believe. And that changed my mind when they got the, um, the court order and kind of blocking what the others were doing. It changed things. It changed everything pretty much. And it was just a small one, but it's, it's large enough in that those situations take time. They haven't even got the next step in court scheduled and that's still up in Washington before they can even move down to California. So, It looks like it from from what I can see. Now, maybe someone else might know better, but this is exactly how it looks that they are sitting on this. And they're basically saying, hey, if you don't let us in somewhere else, we'll take this money. And they could I mean, who couldn't they pay to put together a schedule, even if there's just the two of them? I mean, say you're going to pay every school in the Mountain West four million dollars to basically schedule you. That doubles their pay. So and that's. 48 million, $50 million out of your 150 big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is possible. And they had a professional schedule. I can't remember his name. My apologies, but he's a known guy who came out and said, yeah, it's possible. We could do it. So <laughs> it is one heck of a story that is just not getting put out there is that I do believe that they will get in the big 12 and it's not Fox or ESPN's mm-hmm. um, responsibility to, to do this. So, what are they going to make the other conferences agree to in order for them to then fork up this money? But, yeah, the cheapest option for them, obviously, is to put them into the Big 12. It also happens to work the best. So, to me, it's, it's the number one option for them to join the Big 12
2: when you say that, and it's even the idea that people aren't talking about this, almost that it's it's so embarrassing. That's what it is. It is embarrassing mm. to the point that this doesn't need to be too public. People need to don't need to find out all about all of this, you know, <laughs> the yeah. money laying on the table here, three hundred plus million dollars. But then if you say Fox and ESPN, not their responsibility to make this move, then then who is? Who who needs to back this for Washington State and Oregon State to not get that money and end up in the big
3: twelve? Oh. Think about it. if there's $300 million sitting there to go to the PAC 12 and you can get rid of the PAC 12, that's $300 million that gets spread between the other power conferences. Mm -hmm. That's who's interested is to make this happen, Mm -hmm. to get rid of the PAC 12 and get that money put out back into the open pool.
2: So, this isn't just the Big 12 that is invested in this now because no, it, you think about that $300 million is split up as well against, uh, to the ACC and to the, I mean, we're, we're talking, you know, 70 plus million dollars per conference if this is, if this is made. Uh, I, what, what's not making sense in my brain here, like, what, why, isn't, why isn't this being talked about? Why is this on the cutting room floor, it seems?
3: It gives Washington State and Oregon State power. Mm. If everyone knows about it. And that becomes part of the uh, jargon out there. Everyone realizes, you know, how much power they have now. Now is $30 million enough to get them off of that? Do you have to pay them more? You know, do they say, nope, we're not joining unless we go to the Big Ten? I mean, you don't want them to have as much power. Like, just just you talking about it might be enough, you know. Um But no one is talking about that. But it's out there. You can find it. It's on analytics. It's everywhere. This is the value of what's coming. And this is how the payout works. So, you know, you don't need a media person to tell you that this is the case. It's just a matter of simple math, really. Yeah.
2: And, you know, $300 million is something worth fighting for in court as well. So, obviously, Washington State Oregon State will go down fighting and you already mentioned it, immaculate it makes the most sense for them to be in the Big 12. This yeah. is these are two teams that culturally even which is what I look to first a lot of Big 12 teams do, SEC, Big 10, ACC now they look money. They look money. Uh yeah. Big 12 looks looks culture. And that to me is kind of the moniker of what Brett Yourmark has done with this league is hey, we want to make money, but we are also a culture conference. So, Immaculate, I'm, I'm going to talk about a league that's, that's far from that. It's the ACC. Okay. That is coming up next right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the years best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kabotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer. Today that's kabotaorangedays.com. But first, and immaculate's
2: not going anywhere. DoorDash. You you your pancakes. You're out of your favorite coffee creamer. You 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 need an orange or a banana. DoorDash delivery, grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You've been using DoorDash your entire life because you wanted to get McDonald's, you wanted to get Chick-fil-A, you wanted to DoorDash something to your door, but now you get fresh groceries through DoorDash for the week. You're like, you don't want to go out and shop on Sunday, don't want to go to the store, don't have time. DoorDash will deliver it right to your door. You trusted them before, trust them again. Thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll get exactly what you want, exactly what you ordered, or DoorDash will make it right. Sit back, enjoy quality groceries get 50% off your first order that's right 50% off your first DoorDash order with up to $20 value when you use code locked on college at checkout limited time offer terms apply 50% off up to $20 no minimum subtotal zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store enter code locked on college don't forget that is code locked on college 50% off your first order with DoorDash All right, Immaculate, ACC. I mean, we've had this conversation about them falling apart since uh, it's been months, three months or more of, all right, Florida State wants out. There is a clear 7-7 and divide, it feels like. Then the the Stanford, the Cal, all of this stuff that's gone down. Now with some of the big dogs in college football meeting together as we speak, what does the future of the ACC look like up to the minute?
3: (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, talk about the ACC has been going on for a while, and that's because of the, the amount of value that's there and um, the fact that they got the two big dogs, the Big Ten and the SEC, that would both be interested. Um, it really wasn't taken too seriously until what happened with the pack, and that made everyone kind of open their eyes and go, oh, this is real. Yeah. Um, in terms of how it goes and where it goes, we're all kind of sitting on the edge of our seats right now. We're Florida state has pretty much broken all kind of accepted decorum in what they've done. It's, it's been quite the show when you have all of your sports media watching moment to moment on a board of trustees meeting and giving play by play from that. That's, that's unprecedented. And quite frankly, this whole situation is unprecedented. I've, I've never seen, realignment talk, consolidation talk, push into the football season. That just does not happen. So the fact that we're still getting that means they are in an accelerated timeline. So when you see something like a Florida State, a Clemson, and a North Carolina, keep their, um, shall you say, straw poll vote, keep it into the public vote. When normally, even if um, you're voting no on something, if you don't like it, on your public-facing vote, you make it look like you're unanimous. That's just kind of how business goes. They didn't do that this time. When it came to voting in Stanford, California, and SMU, they kept their public-facing vote no. Now, could they use that in future legal situations? I don't know. It's just very unprecedented. So, obviously, they're doing it for some reason. We're going to find out. Um, But uh, there, there seems to be some smoke there.
2: Where there is smoke, there is certainly there fire immaculate. Fire. And I have one of the things that I've heard is, you know, Clemson, if they jump, if UNC uh-huh. jumps, uh, if, you, if you're if you looking up in Florida State's gone, that now you're saying, OK, do you go after a Tulane? I mean, I've heard even people in our camp say a Tulane or, you know, where does the ACC, ACC try to expand from uh-huh. there? Because they know they can't poach Big 12 teams. They certainly uh-huh. can't poach SEC or, or Big 10 teams. So yeah. they, they seem stagnant. And and that word stagnant is not going to go over well for Pitt or Louisville or Virginia or Virginia Tech. Is there a chance that those programs find themselves in the Big Twelve, come even we'll we'll push it back a bit and say twenty thirty?
3: Okay. Um I think there's a chance. The the play here seems to be they brought in Stanford, California, and SMU in advance. You know, when you start to see numbers correlate three and three you bring in three there's three that one out you mm-hmm. start to wonder hmm yeah and when you see that they're talking about how having 15 schools is what is in the deal in order yep. to maintain without a renegotiation it starts to say, okay so they're playing to try to have the 15 so that they can argue when espn comes trying to renegotiate that they are meeting the terms of the contract that there is full and proper consideration given that nothing in the contract is about the value of of a team or a school, but just merely in the number and the content provided to ESPN. And so that looks like what they're doing is that they're preparing the way ahead of time so that they don't actually drop below that number. Um, Mm -hmm. So could those schools leave? I think it depends upon if maybe if they win that argument, but um, just in terms of eyeballs and viewage on it, you got to think that yeah, it might be better to move to another conference, you know? Like a Louisville is looking at that, or you're looking at a conference like the Big 12 where there's going to be competition across the board, and you have two local rivals in Cincinnati and West Virginia. i got to say that there's a good chance.
2: What's interesting to me about this that – I think it hurts the Big 12. It's objective. It hurts the Big 12. The lack of big dogs, the lack of power teams, Mm. because you look at the ACC, you see Clemson, you see Florida State who won out, but they still are in the ACC and they still have that brand. When you see Big 12, do you see an issue with the fact that there is more quantity over quality when it comes to competitive value?
3: Yeah, no. Um, This is where I differ from a lot of big voices out there, and maybe I'm wrong, but what I like, what I'm seeing is that everyone is going away from – all five conferences trying to do the same thing because mm-hmm. when all five conferences are trying to run the same model and do the same thing, of course you're going to have winners and losers. It's just how it is. Right. So I think where we're going now is from five to four and each conference is a different model. So you have, you have, have a different product that you're providing now you have the big 10 is going to be the premier coast to coast conference that's pretty obvious the the southeast conference is going to be in the southeast and it's going to provide to the the people there who want their specific regional brand and that brand is a national brand so they're they're just fine um the big 12 it's kind of this next tier down but it's not in a bad way it's an it's kind of these teams who struggled against the major brands year in, year out. Now, does that make them more valuable to constantly be that team that's struggling against that? Or are they more valuable now when you can be in a conference where you never know who's going to be the power of the year? I personally find that more interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. But Mm -hmm. I like that they are now something different, something unique. And I think that that's going to possibly be the case in the future with the ACC as well.
2: I hope so. And I almost hope that... Some of these other leagues are dominated by two or three teams, as they have been for the last couple of decades, a la Ohio State, Alabama. And if you look at the Big 12 as the only conference with true parity, and that drives viewership. I hope I'm not the maniac that thinks that's something good for the Big 12 and the rest of college football will see it that way. And speaking of the rest of college football, the landscape changing, all this playoff stuff, let's go. The new 12-team playoff. If you one year earlier, immaculate, it would have
3: benefited <laughs> it's been a good one.
2: what uh, would have benefited the Big Twelve and college football so much. Let's do that here on Locked On Big Twelve, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Next. But first, it's Jace Medical. If you were just wanted to not go to the doctor, been like, oh, no, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and wait in line. And there's going to be a long line and it's going to be like kind of not that fun. The Jace case at Jace Medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get the Jace case, fill out a simple online online form. In some cases, you jump on a phone call with one of our board-certified physicians. You get ongoing care from the physicians on any treatment-related questions, doctor-created doctor recommended. Don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Jace Medical, right now, everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using code LOCKEDON at checkout. Jace Medical, J A S E Medical.com. Get twenty dollars off life saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using code Locked On.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June thirty, get zero percent APR for eighty four months, or up to thirty three hundred dollars off select compact tractors. See the details at kabotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's kabotaorangedays.com.
2: All right. 12 team playoff. We get it next year, but how we got it this year. Now you're talking about an opportunity for a Kansas State, for a TCU. For a, a a UCF who looks good, even in a loss to Kansas State, looked good. You're talking about more teams with a chance to play in the college football playoff. But right now, the Big Twelve of the playoff down to a two dog race: Oklahoma and Texas. The two, the last two dogs. We uh-huh. needed it to be. This would have been the perfect year for twelve teams.
3: Yeah, yeah and it, it really comes down to like if you look at last year, how interesting that would have been. Kansas State would have been in because they were a conference champion. Yep, they would have been in. One yeah. of them, they would have actually had a buy. And yet yeah. and, and TCU yet, wouldn't TCU would have been in there still as one of the um, 12, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't mm-hmm. have gotten the buy. And yet, because we're in this stage of it, still TCU gets in and Kansas State did not. It's a very interesting look, probably the best one across the board as to how different these two tournaments could be. And so when you look at it this year, yeah, right now it's kind of looking like Oklahoma and Texas are the front runners, You could possibly get both of them in. If they both go in to, um, say, whoever loses their matchup in Dallas would then win the conference championship game, I can see both going. Yeah. Um, If one of them loses and then loses again, probably not. And right now, I don't know if another team is really going to step forward. Maybe Kansas. Um, They're looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. Are they better than Oklahoma? I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see how that goes in terms of of, um, who makes it, though. Unfortunately, this year, Oklahoma and Texas are kind of really standing out. Um, But, you know, going forward, especially next year, man, hopefully there are some standouts in the Big 12 and they don't just kind of beat each other across (laughs) the board. But there's a lot of possibilities with it.
2: And I know that you like that part, the parity. There is the, the, the luster of the fact that there's not a one true team in the Big 12 that's going to dominate year in and year out. I don't think Colorado will be that when they get in. I don't think Utah will be that when they get in. And even before I ask this question, do you agree with that assessment? Hmm. Because Colorado and Utah are both good. Yeah. But will they dominate?
3: I think Colorado is going to be pretty tough next year. I think. Um, okay. I think he has got a two-year plan. I don't think it's a one-year plan. You know, the first year of transfer portal for him was a quality Mm -hmm. or actually I'd say a quantity. He needed to get a lot of players. Second one is going to be quality. He's not going to be because first year coaches can get a lot more out of the transfer portal than you can. So he's got to focus in on quality and he's got to do it on the line. But I think if you're a lineman right now, you're looking at them now with a much different light than you were, say, before the season. Do I want to take a chance and go there? But if you are now and you know they're going into the Big 12 and you know that you have a pretty good chance to go all the way to the CFP, I think he's going to have people calling. And I think they are going to be some studs that are maybe going into their senior year saying, yeah. that's my shot. That's my shot. So, And I and I think the same is with Utah. If you're someone on on the offensive side and you're seeing this defense holding them in with, with their second and third string backup quarterbacks going undefeated, who saw that? No, so caring. I think Utah could be a player as well next year. You got some tough ones coming in. You got um, Dillingham in Arizona State kind of showing up and making the calls himself this week, saying, This is what the team is supposed to be. That wasn't. So it's going to be tough. You know, TCU could be back. Baylor could be back. Maybe Houston gets their stuff together. Texas Tech maybe has the year that they should have had this year. Who knows? Um, It could be a, a fun conference to watch next year.
2: Yeah, and again, that's, I think that's what makes it great, is that maybe Colorado is good, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. You nope, know, I if don't. Georgia was coming to the conference next year, you'd be like, okay, <laughs> well, this is
3: <laughs> right, obvious yeah. how this story is going to sure end.
2: Uh, but here you still have so much that is up for grabs in this league, uh-huh. and, and uh, of course, Utah brings quality. Hopefully, Jed Fish can turn things around at Arizona. Um, as for this 12-team format, though, do you think, because we're talking about how intriguing this would be, you know, basketball gets 64, football could never do that. But is there a path for further expansion of the playoff as we go down the line? Because the FCS has done 24 successfully for years now.
3: Most people say yes. Um, I kind of have a different view on this, and it's based upon what your Mark said. During his interview with Joe Cloud, he said that the 2026 was a blank slate. I take him on his word. And so for me, I could just sit here and say, yeah, we're going to 16 that's not so much fun. I kind of have some other views in terms of where they could go because what we have is a regular season where it is supply heavy. There's no more money in paying for regular season. The postseason is demand heavy. There is a lot more room for more games there. So if you just go to 16, you're adding a little bit of games, but you're not really meeting demand. So I'm, I'm kind of looking for something that adds more than that. And so, Depending upon where some, some rulemaking goes, we, we could see something even bigger. Hmm. A thir- a 24, a 32, maybe even the 64 that I wrote off already. Conference playoffs that lead into a uh, national tournament of champions. I mean, you know, I, I, and look, it, the NFL, half, almost half the
2: that's, league makes the playoffs.
3: That's you know? what the NFL is. It's two conference playoffs that lead to a Super Bowl. That's yep. really all it is. Yep. And it so it would be the NFL model that everyone thinks that they're going to take up. It'd be, you know, if you have a 20 to 24 team conference, all of a sudden now having a conference playoff, if you say have four or five or six divisions with, you know, all these division champs coming into it, it's a much different mm-hmm. game. And, um, you know, saying like the Big Ten or the Big 12, which are coast to coast, yeah. You're giving people a coast to coast product in your conference playoff. I don't know if it's happening. It's it's just kind of an interesting discussion point.
2: And it doesn't dilute the regular season cuz NFL still sells out stadiums in yep. week 9. So it actually it,
3: improves the value of the regular season because now your division champs matter.
2: 100%. 100%. And so if you lose two games, your year's not over. Like in the current no. model, why why yeah. show up the rest of the way like uh, you know oof,
3: I'm not good. a big fan of rankings based based results. I'm more of a a fan of on-field based results. And if you end up having another loss or two and someone else, I don't care. If you got there because of what you did on the field, that, that should be what's rewarded. 100%.
2: Immaculate, you nailed it. You nailed the whole show today. Thank you for joining Locked On Big 12, bringing that insight to everybody here. How can
3: they find you and your work? Well, you can find me on Twitter X. I am at an immaculate view Um, currently right there. That's where I'm giving my perspectives on all of this going on. Um, And you might see me on YouTube here pretty soon. We shall see. But uh, I do appreciate you having me on today, Drake. Absolutely. That is immaculate.
2: Given yep. name, birth name, middle <laughs> and last. Again, everybody out there, thanks for making Locked on Big Twelve, your first listen every single day. This has been. It always will be. Locked on. I did I, I'm gonna say it again. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Dose Grande.